You're listening to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to the Bucket List Buster Travel Show. Your Bucket List Buster Travel Show helps you make your bucket list dreams come true. Host Karen Duncan spent decades running the travel business. She, along with other industry experts, share their knowledge, travel stories, and wisdom about how to travel, where to travel, and how to have a stress-free adventure. Tune in. Give yourself permission to focus on yourself. Create lifelong memories with families and friends. And finally learn to relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect. And here's the host of your show, Karen Duncan. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yahate, bula, guten tag, bonjour, jumbo, board tarde, everything's iry, and good afternoon. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Hello, hello, my friends. Karen Duncan here, your bucket list buster. I hope you're having a fantastic day. It has been a fabulous week so far for me. I'm having a really, really great time. Today's show is about pickleball. Pickleball, you say? What's that? Well, it's one of the fastest growing sports in the country, and you better get on the wave. Plus, we've had we have the top 20 happiest destinations on earth. I think it's time for us to um, talk about that. We need some happiness this week for the things that are going on. I'm also going to talk to you about how we might help the uh, Caribbean tourism organizations support those Caribbean islands that are in need of our support. And then we're going to talk about what some of the hotels are doing to help us sleep better of all things. You're going to be amazed at some of the trends in hotels assisting us getting better sleep since they're in the business of us just sleeping there. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing stuff. And then we're going to give some kudos to one of our airline partners who has gone over and beyond trying to help, Uh, San Juan, Puerto Rico, get back on their feet or just survive until we can do things to help them get back on their feet. Of course, we've got some great tips from our folks at the Wireless Traveler and some great promoters and supporters and sponsors this week. So this is Karen Duncan, your Bucket List Buster, and we're going to talk about what we can do to support our Caribbean brothers and sisters in um, and what's been an, an outstanding, or not in a good way, uh, hurricane season. So this is my thought for the week is helping the Caribbean. Caribbean Tourism Board, which is an organization that's headquartered in Barbados and then they have offices in New York and London, are collecting donations through the um, CTO is what they call it, Relief Fund for Relief Efforts in many of the countries affected by the hurricanes and assisting countries affected by the natural disasters. So there are 27 countries in the CTO and they are the liaison with the ministries of tourism in these particular company countries in the Caribbean. Uh, some of the damage that was caused by the forces of the hurricanes is, is just an example of what we need to do to create a fund of um, financial relief for these countries. A lot of these countries are small. Tourism is their only industry. 
um, or a large part of their industry and the people are suffering because they don't have the general basic needs that they uh, should have. So this fund is to is going through the CTO and they're going to channel the monetary assistance um, to the particular countries that need the money in a in an organized way. You know, I was trying I was kind of a, afraid to just start a, a GoFundMe page and then collect the money and then not know where to, to send it. And in with this particular fund, we know that this, the Caribbean Tourism Organization is going to collect the funds and then they'll distribute the funds to the countries that need it the most in the way that they need it and when they need it. Um, the CTO appreciates all donations to assist in the recovery efforts of these countries. And like I said, they're headquartered in Barbados, New York, and London. I'm going to try and get CTO to come to Austin. I'm thinking about having a um, a consumer trade show in March, and they would be here because they're a large part of what I do and, and who I work with and where I send my clients. So I want to make sure that they are represented here. Um, and I want to be able to show our support in, as your bucket list buster, as listeners and um People, the residents here in the Central Texas area, I want them to know who they are because that's where we travel in Texas. We 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 travel to this, the countries that are within a three-hour flight range, and most of the folks in the Caribbean are. But that's off the subject. But we want to make sure that the benefits go to the members of the organization in a specialized and support and technical assistance in sustainable tourism development, marketing, communication, advocacy, human resource development, event planning and execution and research and information technology. So these are gonna be the, the ways that the funds will be distributed because all of this is is terribly important. Without these infrastructures available for the Caribbean islands, then they no longer exist. And we all know how important our human lives are, how our um, technology, information technology, um, advocacy, all of that, communications, all of that is, is sincerely important when you're talking about an island who lives around the tourism industry. So for more information on the Caribbean Tourism Organization, you can go to www.one, that's spelled out O-N-E, Caribbean or Caribbean dot org. O-N-E-C-A-R-I-B-B-E-A-N dot org. And there is a fund there. You can donate. Um, please take the time, uh, just a little bit, $5, $10, any of that, it will be helpful in in um, the relief efforts of the folks that we need to talk to. So we're going to take a really quick break. I know that was quick. And let me say that we were to have a speaker today from the Austin Greater Austin Pickleball Club, but she had a family emergency that has taken her out of, of communication for a while. Um, and so we want to make sure that we send up prayers for her. It's the executive director there and hope that her family situation gets better very soon. But in the meantime, you've got to listen to me all day long. So this is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster, and I will be back in a minute. Talk to you soon. Wine and culinary journey of Portugal. 
That's right. Your bucket list buster is headed to Portugal September the 3rd through September the 12th, 2018 with Sangres Vacations. We are going to do and have a fantastic time. This itinerary includes round-trip airfare from Boston, eight nights accommodations in four hotels in Puerto Duro and Lisbon, 12 meals including traditional lunches and picnic, Porto full-day city tour, boat trip from Pinwa to Tuawa, wine tour and tastings in four different wineries, Jeep and bike tours, Lisbon full-day city tour, all transfers to and from the airports and in between cities, and an English-speaking guide. This all will be included for a very small fraction of a price of $3,399 per person. Plus, you get to hang out with me, Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster, as we take this fantastic trip to Portugal, eating and drinking our way through the scenery and just having a great time checking off our bucket list. So join us on September the 3rd, 2018. For more information, please contact us at 512-252-8919 or send us an email at yourbucketlistbuster at gmail.com and we will help you get registered. Welcome back to the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Karen Duncan here, your bucket list buster. Let me tell you about a little thing that went on last night that I just think is absolutely fabulous. And we're talking about, in this segment, the happiest destinations on earth, according to the World Happiness Report. Well, I just happen to be in the one of the happiest places on earth, too, here in Pflugerville, Texas. Last night was National Neighborhood Watch Night, and uh, I kind of live in a cul-de-sac on a little street here, and we recently, we've been in this neighborhood seven and a half years, and because our children were grown when we got here, you know, we didn't have the, the connection through our children that you usually have when you move into a place, so it's taken us a little while to get into our neighbors. We know the folks on both sides of us, but we really hadn't really hung out a whole lot with our our neighbors. And um, earlier this year, I kind of initiated a day where I think it was around Memorial weekend. I'm not sure where we got together as a neighbor. We in in the cul-de-sac and we got on one of the front yards and we all brought food and we just had a really good time. Well, last night we kind of did the same thing. And let me tell you, it rained all day yesterday. And I kept thinking, oh, this is just going to ruin our little get together. We had put signs up and the whole works and it was supposed to start at six. I um, had come to the conclusion that we probably weren't going to do the event and was going to make plans to go to another standing meeting that I go to on Tuesday nights. And then all of a sudden, my husband goes to the store and he calls me and he says, your friends are getting ready to, are setting up outside. And I look outside and they're setting up these tents and everything on the, in the cul-de-sac. And it sure enough, it stopped raining. They set up the barbecue pit and had sausages and sausage wraps and, and folks brought vegetables and dip. And of course we had adult beverages and and that kind of thing. But it turned out to be such a fantastic evening. 
And I finally went in about 8.30 or so, and they were still outside talking in the middle of the street. The police department came through. We had a couple candidates from the, that are running for our city council, and it just made for a really good evening. And during a time that we're looking at some of these catastrophes that are going on in the world, not just weather um, catastrophes, but mass shootings and things where people are misunderstanding one another um, because of the differences of our differences or whatever the reason is that people are finding that they want to do these negative things and have negative impact on society right now. It was just very uplifting for me to see people of all different shades, ethnic backgrounds. Um, We were brought up differently, but we came together last night and it was a phenomenal evening. I had such a wonderful time. I want to give a shout out to my neighbors in Pflugerville um, and for this great wine. Um, I just have to say one of them, Jerry and his wife gave me um, a Merlot that I'm just going to have to get the name of. But it was it was really a phenomenal evening, and I really appreciate my neighbors, and I hope we get to do this more often. Okay, so back to the show. So guests, uh, let's talk about the happiest destinations on earth. Where would you think it is? Norway. Why? You get to breathe fresh air. There's not a large, um, there's, it's not overcrowded. There's lots of open spaces. People go outside a lot. The sun is shining a lot. There is just a very happy destination. And we need to all strive to make our destinations make this list. So I'm going to go through the list. So number one is Norway. Next is Denmark, Iceland, Switzerland, Finland, the Netherlands, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, Sweden, Israel, Costa Rica, Austria, the United States is number 14 out of 20, Ireland, Germany, Belgium, Luxembourg, United Kingdom, and number 20 on the list is Chile. So, What are you going to do as a destination? I'm challenging everyone out there listening to challenge themselves and wherever they live to make the list of one of the happiest places and happiest destinations on earth. That's my challenge to all of us right now. If you do your, if you do your part as an individual then you will spread the love to everybody else in your neighborhood, in your city, in your state, and in your country. And that's what we're here to do. I also want to give a shout out, if I can, to my friend, Mr. Derek, listening to me from Atlanta. Thanks, Derek, for giving me a call today, this week and introducing yourself um, and having a very nice conversation. Um, and all the rest of you, if you're out there listening to me, give me a call, send me an email, Um, post something on Facebook, positive always, of course, uh, so that I can start communicating with you and giving you your shout out on your bucket list buster. I'm going to take another quick break. And when I come back, we're going to talk pickleball. That's right. Pickleball is what we're talking about today on this third episode of sports travel. I'm loving talking to you guys today. So I'll be right back. This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster. 
Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating $1 million in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details. You're listening to Your Bucket List Buster on eWomen Network. Welcome back, everybody. Karen Duncan here, your bucket list buster. And so this is another episode that we're um, talking about sports travel and sports tourism. Last week, we talked a little bit about why it's important, the economic impact on a destination, a positive experience and tourism experience for people to uh, come to a place and have something in common and enjoy and support all of the hospitality uh, in industry within a destination surrounded by sports, of course. So today we're going to talk about pickleball. What is pickleball, you ask? Well, pickleball is a fun sport that combines many elements of tennis, badminton, and ping pong. How did I find out about pickleball? Well, if you remember a few months back, I talked to Jerry Rieger, a friend of mine who, um, is checking off his bucket list. And he mentioned that he is retired and that he plays a lot of pickleball. So the question from I asked, of course, well, what is pickleball? What's this thing going on with pickleball? And I started doing some more research. Well, in finding out about pickleball, I also realized that it's a sport that multi-generations can play. There are not a whole lot of young people playing it yet, but like I stated last week when we were talking to Brian Walters about cricket and finding sports that don't have the physical um, negativity impact on a on a child's body, we're looking for sports that um, we can put our kids in and that they can enjoy and have some fun. But pickleball has kind of taken off between middle age and senior groups so far. At least that's from the research that I'm seeing. And it is a cross between tennis, badminton, and ping pong, like I said. Well, I was a ranked tennis player in the state of Illinois in high school, played one little bit in college, and then I retired because of the negative impact of sports on my body as a young person. Um, I had, I had a bad knee. I had a bum knee. And so I haven't really played many, I haven't played any organized sports since then. I've run a little bit. And so I'm looking for activities as I get older to be involved in so that I'm not just being sedentary and I can get out and get some exercise, meet new people, the whole works. 
And so um, pickleball is one of those things. And I found out that they play pickleball right up the street from my house on Thursday evenings at the rec center. They come in and they mark off the basketball courts inside. They tape them up, tape up the courts and um, play pickleball. So I've gotten a chance to play, but you can play it both indoors or outdoors on a badminton sized court, um, slightly modified tennis net. It's played with a paddle versus a racket um, in a plastic ball with holes. I know it sounds really, but we've seen those balls, wiffle balls, I think is what we call them, little hard plastic balls with holes in them. That's the kind of ball that it's played. And it's about the size of your hand, uh, it, depending on the size of your hand, but it's about the size of your hand and it can be played as doubles or singles. Um, it's a game for everyone. Like I said, there are over 15,000 indoor and outdoor courts in the United States. And at this particular time, it's estimated that 2.5 million people are playing pickleball in the United States. So where did it all start? Well, pickleball was started in 1965 on Bainbridge Island, a little ferry ride from Seattle, Washington, where three fathers were looking for something for their kids to do one summer. They, you know, how kids talk about they're bored, I'm bored, I'm bored. And so they are credited with creating the game. So the pickleball court is basically about the size of a, du a doubles badminton court. And not to be technical, but 20 by 44 feet. Um, the court can be striped, similar to a tennis court. Like I said, uh, we use the basketball court at the rec center. Um, a lot of places just tape off a tennis court, make it a smaller size court. Um, and there are even some cruise ships that are actually doing this on, on, on the sea, like MSC cruises, um, has, um, hosted several pickleball groups, um, recently in the last few years. Courts can be constructed specifically for pickleball, or they can be converted. Just like I mentioned from tennis and badminton. When playing pickleball, each player will need a pickleball paddle, which is smaller than a tennis court, a tennis racket, but larger than a ping pong paddle. So to me, it looks like a ping pong paddle. So imagine that in your mind. It's the shape of a ping pong paddle, but it's larger. The grip is more like a tennis racket, but the head or the paddle part um, the racket part that you would think about is shaped just like a, a, a ping pong paddle. Um, and they're made of lightweight composite materials, including aluminum and graphite, and can be anywhere from six and a half to eight ounces. And I haven't played much because the day that I played, a lady was very kind and let me use one of her extra paddles. And so it's hard for me to decide that I'm going to go and just stand around and hope that someone gives me a paddle. I want to go and actually learn the game. And there are some clinics. So I'm waiting for one of the clinics, the beginner clinics to come up. And they have, the instructors have different paddles that I can try out before I go make a purchase. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of money on a paddle. And they're anywhere from 40 bucks all the way to a hundred or two. But I, 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 and I probably will change paddles as I get better because as you get stronger and more confident, you change, but I don't want to spend 80 bucks on a paddle and then 
three months later or two months later, I've got to go and get another one because it's too heavy, too light or whatever. But anyway, um, and then you've got your wiffle ball. So what do you wear? As a lady would ask on a pickleball court. Well, I'm happy to say, and I was so happy to find this out, that I can go back to some of my tennis style dresses. No, I'm not too old. Yes, they have some very cute ones nowadays. And it's been a long time since I've been in a tennis skirt. But anyway, um, tennis style dresses and skirts for females are very common. I've seen a lot of people in shorts, of course, shorts and t-shirts. If it's not very formal, you're just out practicing. I'm sure tournament play is a lot more formal. So people, you know, dress more appropriately. Comfortable court type shoes are a must. And that's the other thing. You don't want to wear running shoes. You don't want to wear cross trainers. You want to wear something like a tennis shoe or court shoe um, and no high top basketball shoes or that type of thing. But if that's all you got and you need and you're interested in going out and playing for the first time, then you wear what you have because that's exactly what I did. I wore my my running shoes when I went the first time. Some do highly recommend eye protection. Why? Because they have a thing at the front of the neck called the kitchen, which is hilarious to me that they call it the kitchen, where you have to, it's at the net, but it's probably a couple, two feet, a foot and a half, two feet, I'm going to say, from the net that you have to stay out of. But they do a lot of net play. So you, you serve, you volley, and you come to the net. Just like tennis, right? Only in tennis, you can come right up on the net as long as your racket doesn't go over. Well, in pickleball, there's what they call the kitchen. There's a line that you have to stay behind, but they want you to play at the net. That was the toughest part for me was staying out the kitchen. I love me some kitchen for sure. But um, that's why, because you do a lot of volley where the, the ball actually does not hit the ground. You're just hitting back and forth between with your opponent. So it's a super interesting and fun game. Anyone can play. It's not as stressful on your body um, as tennis. You don't have to move as much. And that's why I like it. And that's one of the reasons it's one of the fastest growing um, sports in the United States, especially among our senior groups. To find out more about pickleball and where you can play in your area, you can go to www.usapa.org and find out more about pickleball in your area. I'm going to take another quick break. This is Karen Dunking, your bucket list buster. When I get back, we're going to talk about trends, hotels, investing in your sleep. Talk to you in a minute. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's Virtual Office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's Virtual Office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's Virtual Office is the go-to transcription service for EWN Podcast Network. Welcome back to the EWN Podcast Network. 
Hey there, Karen Duncan here, your bucket list buster. And we just finished talking about pickleball. And I wanted to tell you about one of the trends that I found out about this week. You know, all of us go to hotels, or not all of us, but a lot of us at some point in their lives. And actually, that's one of the reasons I ended up in the travel industry was because I have a fetish for hotel rooms. I absolutely love going to a wonderful hotel with a plush bed that I don't have to make up when I get out of it. Nice clean lines, fresh towels, a great view from the window, room service. Yes, I'm a diva. I am a hotel diva. That is what I love. And when I was, um, I had very young children at home and I was a sales manager for an insurance company that I won't name. And I was having to travel quite a bit, which in a lot of people's minds would be a terrible thing. Yes, I missed my children, but I also needed the break from my children. And I would take those opportunities to read, take a long soaking bath, order room service, and just have some alone time. What do I always say? Relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect. And reconnecting was with myself and being able to just take a breather for a little while as a, as a, as a mom um, working a full-time career with uh, two little kids and a husband and a house that I had to manage and run, as well as agents that I was um, running at the time or manage at the time, I should say. Um, I needed the time to get away and, and just take a break. So hotels are now recognizing that that's what people need. Not only is it a place that you come to to stay because you've got a, a end experience that you're there for, either vacation, business meeting, um, sales retreat, conference, whatever it is. They have now realized that their experience for you is about the sleep, the quality of the sleep that you that you get. So these are some of the things that they're doing. Several hotels in the luxury market have decided that not only should you enjoy amenities such as a spa, gym, or great food, they're now investing in your sleep habits. And it's, it's way more than just a pillow top mattress and a pillow menu. So here, here you go. Number one, they're providing sleep specialists available for consultation to figure out your sleep habits and how they can help. That's right. They are hiring sleep consultants. Sleep has really become a big thing. I don't know if you've you've heard, but lack of sleep can add to weight gain, um, illness, stress. All you know, if, if maybe if we get all if these people that are doing these negative things in the world could get some better sleep, we wouldn't have these problems. But sleep is really causing a lot of difficulty for some people. The goal is not to just help you um, while you're away, but to change some of your sleep habits so that when you get back home, you have a better sleep experience. That's really important because when you think about it, a lot of times, if you're having difficulty sleeping at home, then when you go away to a hotel, and I hear this a lot, people say they have a hard time sleeping in a new place or in a new, um, in a hotel. Well, it takes you a little while to get out of, of your surroundings of your own bedroom. 
And so when you go to these different hotels, especially if you're a, a traveling salesperson, like I was at one point, you're, you're confused about which direction you get out of the bed to even go to the bathroom sometimes. You know what I'm talking about. So the they are trying to help you learn how to sleep better in a hotel and when you get back home. So there's a, hort, a hotel group that um, came about a little while ago called Six Senses. And they have a package that include a questionnaire that you do prior to you going um, to your trip. And then when you get there, one of, at the, one of their 10 resorts that's offering these services, they have a goodie bag related to your sleep habits. So you fill out this questionnaire, find out, you know, that you sleep late, you like, you like, um, essential oils diffusing, you like white sounds, you like just whatever it is. And then they give you a goodie bag based on that. Plus they give, you know, they're the sleep experts. So they give you some things that you don't even know you need. Bamboo pajamas. I have bamboo sheets that I now will not sleep on anything else. So I know the pajamas are phenomenal. A nasal neti pot. What is that? I use a neti pot. It's been used for thousands of years, originated in India. It's a way to clear out your nasal passages using saline water. um, And it keeps you from having allergies. It can help with all kinds of viruses. I mean, the neti pot has been touted as one of those natural remedies that cures a whole lot of things, but I do neti pots, earplugs, and a jasmine sleep spritzer. OMG, I love me some jasmine. And then those are just some things, that's just a few of the things that they have. Arizona at the Miraval Resort and Spa offers a 90-minute workshop on individual and couples consultation sleep habits. That's a huge one right there because as we know, husbands and wives sometimes don't sleep together because he snores, she snores, he sleeps too rough, he's moving all the time, blah, 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 blah. It goes on and on. So they give you a 90-minute consultation. Well, they don't give it to you, but they offer it to you. The MGM Resorts has refitted some of their rooms in Vegas with new lighting to cut down on jet lag. And memory foam mattresses, there are memory foam mattresses made of plant extracts that are supposed to be better for you. And then one hotel in London, which I feel is very, very interesting, has what they call a brain power residential package. Starting at $815, it includes a king-size bed with Hynos mattress, cashmere bed socks, lavender sleep spray, and a bedtime melatonic drink. They also have heated floors to encourage you to walk barefoot, which is supposed to be good for helping you sleep. Barefoot walking is supposed to be good for helping you sleep. Did you know that? I very seldom walk barefoot, even in my own house. That's a kind of a that's kind of one of those OCD things that I have. Maybe I need to reconsider that. Um, I'll have to figure out what it'll take for me to walk around barefoot. Um, but it's supposed to be good for your sleep. I had no idea. It also includes an in-room massage and dinner and breakfast that includes things like salmon and olives and melon and quinoa, and they remove caffeine from your diet after 2 p.m. So those are some of the things that are happening in the hotel industry to help us sleep. 
And I know we've, we know that this is in the luxury market, but things kind of change with the pillow menus and stuff in more our, in some more of our moderate, uh, hotels long time ago. And so it's really cool to kind of see what hotels will be doing from here on out to try and help us sleep, to encourage us to come stay in their comfy, comfy, comfy rooms. Looking forward to seeing what goes on. Even the cruise ships have started to do some things with their beds as well. Nothing like sleeping good on vacation. Well, I'm going to take another quick break. And when we get back, we're going to give kudos to one of our airline partners for some wonderful things they're doing to try to help folks out in the Caribbean. This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster, and I'll be back in a minute. Our premium river cruise line, Emerald Waterways, has been named best value in river cruising three years in a row by Cruise Critic. Emerald Waterways started four years ago and has a fleet of seven ships, three of them this year. Inclusions that set it apart in the premium value category are all gratuities included, wine, beer, and soft drinks with lunch and dinner, airport transfers, daily excursions, a heated pool that converts to a cinema, Emerald active hiking and biking excursions, and large balcony suites. Emerald's popular cruise itineraries feature the Danube, Rhine, Southern France, and the Douro River in Portugal. Our new 2018 brochure features an early booking discount of up to $1,000 per couple. Learn more about by contacting your travel professional or emeraldwaterways.com. Join us on an Emerald Waterways adventure on the Danube, May 2018. For more details, contact Peaks Cruises and Tours at 512-252-8919 or on their webpage, Peaks, P-E-E-K-S, Cruises Tours. Welcome back to your bucket list buster. Karen Duncan here. So I wanted to highlight JetBlue for some relief efforts that they are participating in in Puerto Rico. I came across this article by Robert Silk. And I love JetBlue in terms of a flight partner, airline partner. I've just always enjoyed the experience that I've had on JetBlue. Um, They're a smaller carrier. They're an economy class carrier. So they don't always get a lot of love. But when my son was going to school up in Boston, they started doing a direct flight here from Austin to Boston. And I was so excited because that meant we could get to him in emergency if we needed to, of course. Um, but but I just enjoy the experience that I've had on, with them. And I don't get to fly them often, but when I do, it's, it's still the same. So I thought I'd give a little shout out to JetBlue, um, which flies more times per day through San Juan than any other airline. Our airline. They've announced a long-term uh, char- charitable commitment to the hurricane U.S. territory. And of course, we know that um, Puerto Rico could use some love right now. So it's called the 100 by 35 initiative. And the carrier is um, doing 35 ways it plans to help Puerto Rico over the next 100 days and beyond. So they named it 
um, 100 by 35 initiative because of Puerto Rico's size, which is 100 miles long and 35 miles wide. They have de- in, they intend to make a positive impact on the island, according to the CEO Robin Hayes. And they're operating six flights a day in San Juan right now. They plan to donate one million in supplies to Puerto Rico. They're, they have already airlifted more than 3,000 customers over 21 flights from San Juan and Anigua. They're transporting more than 100,000 pounds of supplies to the island. They hope to aid the island in six broad categories, charitable airlift services, relief pricing, fundraising deployment of its emergency personnel to the island, providing for you. UN met unmet needs. Oh, I'm sorry. So they they want to provide unmet needs by supporting programs such as free meals, care package deliveries, and by supporting and rebuilding efforts. So until November the 15th, the carrier is pledging to offer one-way fares between the U.S. and Puerto Rico for $135. They're going to waive fees for up to two check bags and waive fees for carrying pets, which is magnificent. Fares to and from the U.S. Virgin Islands and the Dominican Republic will also be $129. So they're encouraging donations to hurricane relief on every flight. And they want to match up um, uh, for the first 500000 in donations through November the 15th. So that's incredible. So just so you have a reference, they, normal, they normally operate with 53 daily flights. Um, so they are going above and beyond. So we want to give a kudos. Why can't I talk today? We want to give a kudos and a shout out to JetBlue for for being a airline hero to the folks um, in the Caribbean and San Juan, Puerto Rico, for their one by 100 by 35 initiative to help those folks get the help that they need. I'm going to take another quick break, and when I get back, we're going to have our Welcome Back to Telecom Thursday tips with our friends at The Wireless Traveler. This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster, and I'll be back in a minute. Have you thought about going to see the Passion Play? Well, guess what? It takes place in 2020. And already, people are making preparations to go to Obergambarau, the small Bavarian hamlet, to see the Passion Play. If you are interested or have a group of church friends or spiritual believers that would like to go to Germany to see the Passion Play, then you should contact Peaks, Cruises, and Tours immediately. You can put down a deposit to hold your space, and then you are set to go on this magnificent experience, talking about the world and the epic history of how it all began in 1633. Contact Peaks Cruises and Tours now to save space for you and your group to see the Passion Play in 2020 at 512-252- 8919. Don't be left out. It'll be years again before we get this opportunity. PeaksCruisesTours.com. 
Welcome back to your Bucket List Buster. Karen Duncan here having a fantastic day, fantastic week. I'm just trying to spread some love, some travel love all over the world today. Um, So let's talk a little bit about something that I'm planning to do. I am inviting some of my travel suppliers and contacts and relationships to Austin, Texas, Uh, to have a consumer travel trade show. And some of the things that we're talking about doing are having some breakout groups. So if you're interested in honeymoons or destination weddings, adventure travel, cruises, river cruising, um, um, backpacking, going to destinations like Greece or St. Lucia, South Africa, those are the types of things that we're going to be talking about And so I am um, in the process right now of putting all of that together. And I know some of you don't live in Austin, but if it's something that brings you to Austin to to talk to us and see us, that would be fantastic as well. Or if you're a destination that's listening to us and you would like more information about how you can get involved in this great opportunity, we're looking at doing it around March the 4th, which is a Sunday um, after football season, before spring break. It's around the time that people start really getting into travel planning. Although in 2017, it seemed like it started at the end of January. But if you're looking at putting groups together um, or if you're planning on a family vacation, Um, this might be the opportunity for you to come see us. I would not wait necessarily for you to do it uh, until March the 4th to plan your vacation um, because there are going to be some changes this year, I'm sure, with some of our destinations, our Caribbean destinations being shut down right now. It's going to take a lot for St. Thomas to come back. It's going to take a lot for San Juan, Puerto Rico to come back, um, Dominica to come back, um, so you, because of that, people are going to be re, um, looking at reevaluating what destinations they want to go to next year. And so because of that, it's going to be pretty tight. People are probably going to start planning their vacations early. So you can plan your vacations with us now and then come to the event to see and talk to the people that are going to be a part of the actual trade show, ask your questions, you know, do some comparisons and just talk about the fun things that you're planning on doing and getting some additional advice. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm, I'm really hoping that you guys will show up. I'm really hoping that we get, um, a big turnout. I would love to have a thousand people show up for this. We can do more. But if we can, you know, a thousand, I'd be great. And this is something I'm planning on doing every year. So I'm looking at Norwegian Cruise Line being there. Carnival is going to be there. MSC, I'm talking to them. I'm talking to Emerald and Scenic um, for river cruising. I've invited um, um, Princess, Viking, uh, G Adventures, Funjet, AM Resorts. You know, I, I, the list is long. I've I've sent them all an invitation and I'm hoping they're listening. If they're not, they better get on board because once we do this this year, 
it's going to be huge and people are going to want to be involved from here on out because we're going to we're going to make a mark in the travel world and we're going to be doing some bucket list buster type adventures tahiti new zealand yep i'm going all the way we are going to make this fun 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 and if you don't live in the austin area come see us anyway we'd love to get to, to get to know you get to talk to you um or invite us to see you I'll bring your bucket list buster on the road. I sure will. You invite me to your place and help me work out getting there. And I guarantee you we'll have some fun together because I'll do the show live from wherever it is that you are. Anyway, let's talk about our friends over at the Wireless Traveler. Love me some Wireless Traveler. Welcome back to Telecom Thursday. Tips with our friends over at the Wireless Traveler. Following from last week's tips on keeping your cell phones, tablets, and laptops charged while traveling, the folks at Wireless Traveler are happy to share their thoughts on best of the best and portable chargers. So let's get to the technical bit and get it out the way first. Milliamps, M-A-H, milliamps hour. This is the measurement you want to look for when you invest in a good quality travel charger. Simply put, it's the unit to measure power over time, or in this case, the amount of energy in a battery can store at one time. A battery rated for more MAH will power a phone for a longer amount of time, given the same usage pattern, which is what we want when we travel. But no surprises here, the higher the MAH, the higher the price. If you need a fast charge, we're talking about an hour and up to three devices at one time, like your smartphone, computer, and tablet. It can be done with the high capacity. Anchor Charger, one of the most popular brands in the industry. It features 26,800 mAh and has three USB ports and comes in at about $80 on Amazon. The other end of the spectrum works for most of us with the Lipstick Anchor Charger, small compact with 3,350 mAh will only charge one device and it can take a good few few hours, but you, can, you can't beat the price at $19.99. So if you're taking it easy on vacation, this one could be perfect. Look out for some of the new bells and whistles like built-in flashlights that sure come in handy at night when looking for your keys. Now, if you want to go a little more fashionable wireless traveler loves the mighty purse charging wallets and wristlets from H. Butler. Almost every color of luxurious leather, it doubt doubles up as a cute pocket bag and charger all in one for iPhones and Androids. Reasonably fast with 44 mAh and prices range between 70 and just over $100. So what a great gift for the holidays for that special someone or even for you. We hope you enjoy listening today and look forward to meeting up again next Thursday for more tech tips from our friends over at the Wireless Traveler. To get in contact with the Wireless Travelers, contact them at 1-866-700-3883 or wirelesstraveler.com and let them know your bucket list buster sent you. We're going to take another short break This is Karen Duncan, your bucket list buster, and I'll be back in a minute. Peaks Cruises and Tours is looking for 10 good group leaders for the 2018 travel season. 
What is that, you may ask? That is a person who is a leader within their community, church, professional, or alumni organization, or is in a sports league. If you are the one everyone goes to to get things done when they want something taken care of, Peaks will help you select the perfect vacation package or cruise, help you market and organize your group, and then make sure you and your group have the best time ever. If this is something you're interested in, we will have a meeting within the next week to plan the 2018 travel season, and you are the person for us. We will be hosting a meeting, providing you all the information about how you can become one of the Peaks Elite group leaders for the 2018 travel season within the coming weeks. Make sure you contact us at peakscruisestours.com or 512-252-8919 or contact Karen at yourbucketlistbuster at gmail.com. We hope to hear from you soon so that you don't miss this wonderful opportunity. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Well, folks, it's that time of day. Time to say goodbye to the next time we get to share an afternoon together. Next week, I'll be working on and talking about my special needs travel and how sports with Special Olympics is a part of our series on sports travel. And we will have an executive uh, talking about these athletes and how they travel the world and the opportunities that they get to have by participating in sports. And I think it's gonna be a fantastic show, of course, and you will enjoy it. So tell your friends to listen in and uh, let's have some fun next week. Well, this is your Bucket List Buster. Travel recharges your mind, body, and soul. You deserve it. Your Bucket List Buster is here to help you start living your dreams. Visit me on Facebook, like me on Instagram, and say hello and tell me about yourself and where you are in the world. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found some resources in today's show that excite your travel juices, provide you some valuable information for your next trip, and gave you permission to take time off and have some fun someplace in the world. And something I learned today, I like this saying, collect experiences, not things. I hope I'll see you here next week on eWomen Network, iTunes, and Blog Talk Radio. Talk to you soon. Karen Duncan signing off on your Bucket List Buster.